Danny. Danny, thank you so much for having me back. And it's a joy to be back. And I believe you put a spell, a good spell, uh, on the journey of Boy Swallows Universe about two years ago. And um, I've never, ever forgotten uh, how kind and generous you were to have me on early on um, when Trent Dalton and the world of uh, literary fiction were, were pretty strange to each other. And uh, I was very touched that you took the time of day and I'm, and it's so cool that you took the time of day again. I feel like I'm part of the Words and Nerds family. You guys are so amazing and lovely and such a family of amazing literary lovers and creators and people who advocate. Oh, thanks so much for your questions engaging with the novel and for everything you're doing. I know the podcast is hugely, hugely loved, so um, you're a gem. I think it's awesome the work that you do you know, we're out there in this pool of, of like how many writers there are in this country and we're all trying to get our book to the surface. Podcasts like this enable us to do that and also to talk about our craft. Danny, you're a gift from heaven. I love that you're such a great supporter and advocate for not only kids' books but adult novels too. I love your interviews across the board. Kudos to you, Danny, for, uh, for getting everyone to relax so much that they open up and tell you such interesting things for the benefit of your listeners. So, well <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Yeah, well done. That's so true. Oh my gosh, I just told you all these things that I've never talked about before. I could never edit that bit out. I could do this. And I was just so comfortable that I was like, I'm all this stuff. It's a special knack. Who wouldn't want to celebrate this fabulous podcast? Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. On this podcast, we chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Danny V, and I'm super excited to welcome Mike Barry, a creative who makes comics about intergalactic adventure and spaghetti carbonara. I mean, the two go very well together. Author of graphic novels, Action Tank 1 and 2, and winner of a Comic Arts Award of Australia. That's pretty impressive, Mike. Welcome. Thank you, Danny. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's a real honour to be on here with you and to join in your high energy. Um, <laughs> I was just telling you before, I've just put the kids to bed, so I'm uh, three quarters awake. I'll, I'll bounce back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yes, we, we do. I do like to have a bit of enthusiasm. It's not a choice. It's just who I am. I was just saying this is the third back-to-back interview tonight and I'm, I'm still still very enthusiastic about the book. So like I said, some people call it exhausting, Mike, but I like how you called it enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. It's infectious. <laughs> uh, now, I loved the fact that we have met because we're in a pandemic and, you know, we're trapped in our houses, but in between the little locked, the huge lockdowns, might I say, we met at Nat Amor's uh, book launch so that was pretty cool that was cool I uh you know I've been a big fan of your podcast for a while and I um had only seen you from certain angles on social media and I was like is the that good Danny? angles, the that good could angles be Danny. The good lighting. <laughs> yeah so I was asking any random that passed me is that Danny <laughs> <laughs> and eventually I uh plucked up the guts to come and say hello so uh, yeah I'm really happy we met too <laughs> yeah no, that was really cool and it's funny that I always think that you know because on Insta you know you you take a few photos and you use the best one. I think everyone does that. And I think I always think if someone meets you in real life, they're going to be like bitterly disappointed and like, oh, you don't look as good without that fancy lighting in your study. <laughs> I know, exactly. I only share photos of my kids these days because they're way cuter than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I have a public page and I don't share my kids on there. So it's just me and the books. <laughs> yeah. uh, give us an elevator pitch, Mike, about um, Action Tank 1 and 2. All right. Well, uh... 
Action Tank is a graphic novel series that I've made. So a graphic novel is like a comic book, but longer. Um, and Action Tank is the story of a boy who finds himself on the other side of the solar system and has to get home in time for his mum's spaghetti carbonara. Oh, and that is a good reason to come home, let me tell you. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> now, what inspired Action Tank and, you know, that kind of, I mean, it is, it is a, a serious kind of graphic novel and then you've got that, you know, humour about having to get back for dinner. So tell me about, you know, how, what inspired the story for you? Uh, quite a few things, actually. I mean, um, my two boys love having bedtime stories read to them and uh, they have ever since they were little and actually my eldest who's now nine um yeah when he was you know three and four i would have to sometimes read him six or seven books wow. before he would. i mean you know picture books and stuff but yeah, yeah. still you know back to back you're clocking six <laughs> or seven books and um you know that was kind of the only way he would go to sleep is just hearing stories and I mean, it's really kind of sweet thinking back to it now. It was kind of <laughs> a touch exhausting each night. But, um, you know, I, I started to see kids' books in a new way. I'd never never even really thought about kids' books before, to be honest. Um, and, you know, started to realise, well, okay, I really like this book. I like reading it to him and he likes it. Um, then there were other ones where he really liked it and I didn't like reading it. And then there were ones where I really wanted him to like it because I like reading it and he's just like no interest at all. So, you know, it just made me, I just couldn't stop thinking about, you know, what's resonating with him and me because, um, you know, there weren't that many, to be honest. And, you know, I've got a, um, a giant shelf of graphic novels uh, in my living room, which are all my books from my whole life of loving, you know, comics and graphic novels. Um, and so the kids both got to this point where they wanted to start reading some of those. And unfortunately, most of them were just nowhere near appropriate and probably still aren't, <laughs> you know, even, you know, even things like, um, like Batman or X-Men or yeah. um, Avengers, like they're often kind of pitched at written by 30 year old dudes for 30 year old dudes, you know, yeah. is sort of how it feels now, which I don't mind because um, at least I was a 30 year old dude at one point, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I thought, man, I, I loved comics growing up and I that's kind of what got me into reading, to be honest. And, you know, um, I'm a designer and an artist and I think that was really heavily influenced by that as well. So I sort of wanted them to read comics, but I was like, what do I give them? I mean, <laughs> I've got all these books and I can't give them any. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just thought I really, I could, I could have a go at this. I'd always mm. wanted to make a proper comic. Like I'd, I'd made a lot of web comics and I'd contributed to short, projects and stuff like that before but um I thought oh, I'd really like to write and draw my own thing for them you know so mm. um yeah it's about a boy and you know he's kind of inspired by the spirit of my my eldest son um and you know he really loved spaghetti carbonara at the time and you know I do too and, <laughs> who doesn't um, yeah and you know my wife is an amazing cook so um you know and dinner is a really special thing at our house like it's just kind of it's a way that my life, my, my wife really sort of um, makes us all feel loved again, no matter what the days have mm, uh, had nice. going on. So yeah, so it's just healing powers of pasta. Oh yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so all of that, I guess, was swirling around with the fact that I wanted to do, um, I wanted to have a serious attempt at a, a comic that was like professional quality, mm. and um, you know, always dreamed about being in that industry. I just thought I never, never had a shot. I mean, I was working in advertising, had no time. Um, 
but yeah, I found myself with three months long service leave and um, decided, all right, this is it, let's go. And so I'd sort of been half writing it on the holidays yeah. and that sort of thing. But this was when I sat down to draw it. It took me about three months to draw it in black and white and then um, coloured it throughout the rest mm. of the year after that. So. And it is really special kids' books because, like you said, you know, you were reading, solid reading, six or seven a night, but mm. it's really special because not only is it, you know, their first experience of stories, but it's really that time where you get to connect with your kids in a different way. You know, you're laying down, it's, you know, going to sleep, you're relaxed. Whatever's happened in the day before, like all that sort of washes away and you're just, you're just drawing them into stories. I mean, it's a very special time. So to be part of that in terms of writing books for those experiences, like that's really special. Oh, it's so true, isn't it? I mean, I still go to, you know, if, if things are getting pear-shaped with the kid, I just like, hey, can we just sit down and read? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, but no, you're right. I mean, and so many family, it's what's what I never expected, I guess, was how you become such an important part of other families, you know, mm, like yeah. just the role that the book can play in another family is actually, it's so touching. And like, mm. you know, the feedback that I have got from, kids and you know their parents and librarians and also you know it's just yeah it is a real privilege to be involved in those moments yeah, really absolutely and be part of those you know first stories that kids read I mean that's really important and really special it shapes you know what they're going to read in the future I think yeah yeah that's true um yeah and and I think just to what you said about the humor it was um you know it was important to me that it was a um not a silly story, you know, mm-hmm. that it was a story that actually had real stakes. But then on the other hand, he's just trying to get home for dinner, but <laughs> he's on the other side of the solar system. So it was kind of trying to find this balance between something that um, was, it was a small story that felt big or yeah. a big story that felt small. It was something somewhere in between there. Yeah, yeah I love that. Now I want to know the process for the graphic novel. You know, do you write the story first? Are you doing the pictures first? Are you doing them both at the same time? What is the process for creating the graphic novel for you? Uh, yeah, I wish um, I wish it was a faster process. <laughs> we all do what we write, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Get this idea right the first time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think... It's a pretty good um, metaphor to compare it to making a film Mm -hmm. Um, because you kind of have all these different versions of the script, if you know what I mean. So um, it starts, for me, it starts, you know, know, as an idea or as a a simple visual or as a, even a joke sometimes. And, you know, and then I sort of build out around that, um, usually just by typing. You know, so I'm just typing words or scenes or conversations or, you know, great little bits of narrative or something like that. And then I'm trying to put those to uh, assign assign all that stuff that I've written to visual moments. And so that's where, you know, you've sort of written it once and then you've got to start breaking it down into, okay, how is this going to live in all these? Because a, a panel in a comic is like a moment. And so yeah. I'm always thinking about, what are the moments and then what's the momentum between moments? Right? That's interesting, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, so in a novel you've got um, you've got this great series of breakpoints. So you've got the end of each chapter, which is kind of like a cliffhanger or a, a reason to go on to chapter two or chapter three, right? Um, but the amazing thing about the comic medium is that every page turn is like a cliffhanger. So because, mm-hmm. you know, in a novel you're, pump, you're trying to build out a chapter, you can't really control what word is on the end of every page. Right? Yeah. But in a, in a comic book, you can actually control that 
Yeah, like exactly. True. And also what image and what color and all of it, you can actually control, really control the rhythm of reading. And so for me, I'm kind of obsessed with that idea of every page needs to be a cliffhanger in some, like a, yeah. sometimes very small ones, but just a reason to keep turning. And so, yeah. um, you know, that's what I spend most of my time doing is how do I make this just flow so you never want to stop reading it, mm. right? Yeah, um, absolutely. And then, what? yeah, I map that all out in these tiny little sketchbooks and then I scan it all in and I actually start making it look decent in Photoshop and then I colour it and then, like, you know, five years later, the book comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so easy then, Mike, just easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so, yeah, the first one I said I, I, I sort of sketched it all out, you know, between my day job, but then I had that extended time mm. off where I could draw it. With the second book, which is two and a half times longer. I was about to say, much bigger. Yeah. I um, I sort of changed it up a bit. I went to my parents' house. They live um, about 10 minutes from where I do. And so I went there and I'd clock in in the morning like it was my work and I would just sit at the dining table all day, drawing, colouring, ignoring them completely, you know. My dad would come and make me lunch or bring me coffee. Oh, and I would just like, parents you know, are the best, aren't they? Yeah. I, I told him he was a patron of the arts. <laughs> Absolutely. I work from home a lot in the day and I often go to my mum's house, not during lockdown, obviously, yeah. but pre-lockdown, go to my mum's and, you know, for the second half of the Friday and work there and you just you get toasties and you get cups of tea and you get yeah. magnums. It's glorious. Yeah, and Never you don't have old. to make any polite small talk. No, you can just sit there and do your work. <laughs> yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> it is. No matter how old you get, if you've got that, it's an absolute privilege. <laughs> it, yeah, it was actually awesome. It was awesome to really reconnect with them, you know, like that. I mean, obviously I haven't lost touch, but just it yeah. was In more extended way. time. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have, as an adult, because you're so busy and you've got your own kids and your own life and career, it's, it's hard to spend that extended time, I think, with your parents like you used to. So that's exactly the reason why, you know, on a, on a Friday I'll go and work there for half a day because you just get to be there, you mm. know, with them like you used to as a kid. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. And, like, to be looked after again oh, yeah. a little bit, like, you know, because when you've got, when I've got my kids and we're at my parents' house, it's like, well, no one looks after me. We just Who are you? That's yeah. right. Who are you? <laughs> Which I understand. That's the stage of life I'm in. But it yeah. just sort of, yeah, it was a really nice um, experience. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, we mentioned before you recently won the Comic Arts Award of Australian for Action Tank. I mean, tell me about the awards and what it meant to win. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I should clarify, I didn't win the Comic Arts Award. There's, uh, there's, there were a few given out. I think there were 11 given out this year. Yep. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's, you know, that was a real honour for me because that's sort of, um, that basically takes every comic produced in an, in Australia or by Australians um, in the whole year. So there's wow. a, a giant long list put together. Mm. And then, you know, uh, a panel of judges whose opinion, I guess, I really respect, um, spent quite a bit of time going through and very making cool. decisions. So, yeah, and, and, you know, awards and recognition and short listings and all that stuff is actually... You know, for me, I'm basically a self-publisher. Um, you know, I made the book, printed the book. I've got, you know, you can't see in this little Zoom window, but there's, um, yeah, there's about two and a half thousand books in boxes behind me. Um, and we're selling them through our online store. So it's like, you know, anything that can drive that um, awareness and interest and recognition for the book is, you know, really helpful for me mm. as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now I saw on Insta um, the Dr. Seuss version of Action Tank. That was brilliant. Tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, well, um, I mean, having just made that big spiel about how I'm poor being a self-publisher, I did <laughs> I did just uh, get um, a publishing deal with a, a US company called uh, Scout Comics, and they, um, they work with Simon & Schuster for their distribution. Um, and, you know, they're a, they're a comic book company, but they're really into uh, graphic novels and they have a whole imprint that they've started for kids. Um, so... You know, I guess I've thought about uh, how I could get my book um, wider distribution, but, you know, never really found a, a good fit publishing-wise. Um, but this was a good fit. And so, and part of that is just, yeah, things like what you just talked about. So they, um, they're now redistributing um, the comic uh, all through America, all over the world. Um, and part of the first launch was that, we took the first book, which is 100 pages, and um, sort of created a first chapter, which is just 28 pages. And I put a bit of a Q&A about myself in the back. So it's kind of like this nice little intro to the series, and it only costs $2, wow. um, which is very, very cheap for a um, comic book these days. Um, and, yeah, so we sort of, that's gone out to every comic book shop in the world at the moment. Um, and um, as part of driving awareness for that, Scout organized all these variant covers for it, which is, mm -hmm. you know, so it's there's only like a few of those ones made. Like there's a Dr. Oh, Seuss one. I yeah, love there's, it. A, there's a Jetsons one. Oh, as well, wow. Cool. And, um, you know, I made a couple of different ones myself as well. So then they're sort of limited numbers. Yeah, yeah. So they become like collector's items and you can sort of, it's a good way to talk about the book over and over without mm -hmm. feeling like you're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah but really I agree cool. that that cover was awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't beautiful. do it, so I can say it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I love it. So, what's next for you? Is there an Action Tank three? Or are you moving on to a new series? Uh, yeah, there's definitely an Action Tank three. So, I'm uh, I'm supporting the launch of book one, uh, which will be a um, a launch in the states in January, and book two will probably be the end of next year, and then book three probably the end of the following year. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot to do to get book three ready. Um, I'm writing it now and I'm, I've envisaged it as being the end of the series. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, I'm working out it's quite hard to write an ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Endings are hard to write, I think. <laughs> yeah, wanting to land it so that it's satisfying. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, I do have a couple of other projects that, you know, yeah, I mean, some of the awards uh, opened up new opportunities for me and, mm. um, you know, so um, sort of juggling a few other projects at the moment, which are pretty exciting. Um, but I, I'm not really sure if I'm... Uh, you tell me you have to kill me, so... Well, yeah, I don't we'll want to leave do that. it there. I like your podcast too much to kill you. But... <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> what will you do on your walks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What would I do? <laughs> now the, the question that I ask everyone that comes on is why do you write but because you illustrate as well I'll, I'll change it a little bit and say Mike why do you create hmm. uh, I have to admit um, putting book two together which basically took me two years of sitting at my parents living room table um, I had plenty of time to ruminate on this decision you know <laughs> this uh, this question um, you know it's not a uh, yeah it's it can be quite, um, you feel quite alone, I guess, working on it. So 
I, I was constantly saying, what am I doing? I mean, <laughs> you know, before I'd done that, I'd, I'd been in advertising. It was, you know, sort of nonstop this, that, you know, deliver, present, feedback. Like it's just this crazy cycle of work. And to be able to just sit and work on one thing over and over, um, it was so, I, I loved it so much, but I was like, why am I doing this? Because <laughs> I did love it, but I, I think, um, I think this particular way of expressing myself is is about um, yeah trying to express part of who I am. I mm. think you know because you know the words are mine, the images are mine, the the themes of the book are mine. Like everything is completely mine. And so um, I think it's only when I when I'd finished um, these two books that I was like, yeah, I think there's quite a lot of me coming through this. You know, like who I am and um, what's important to me and um yeah does that make sense yeah absolutely absolutely it's your reason to write and it has to make sense to you but it does make sense yeah. <laughs> well it's funny it's funny just wanting to be known I guess like not not famous I mean like mm. sort of understood a bit yeah you know? yeah absolutely yeah. I like that but yeah, I think we all yeah I think we all um sort of have that desire to be understood and to to have our ideas and values affirmed by people that are important to us or by mm. other people I think that's that's a very human thing mm. yeah well that's been a great chat Mike I enjoyed um Action Tank 1 and 2 and my nine-year-old also sat in my study and read them so he gave them the thumbs up too particularly like the uh, talking unicorn so oh, what a legend. Yes. <laughs> thumbs up the, to the, the talking unicorn is like um <laughs> you know he's like a combination of uh my dad me and Clint Eastwood oh I love that <laughs> I'm gonna have to now look at that again yeah <laughs> that new discovery <laughs> well i think yeah again i only worked that out later on but yeah, i'm pretty sure that's it that funny i've had a few conversations um about you know writing and then only working out later on what your brain was doing or drawing on or thinking so i find that really interesting that that our creative brains do that and it's only later that we come back and go oh i was writing about this or working through this or yeah well it's very good for it's very helpful for processing things yeah absolutely yeah. It's, it's your own private therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mike. It's been a pleasure to chat to you. And it's lovely that we did meet in between the weird pandemic lockdown. So it gives me hope for the future that maybe we'll be able to have a coffee again or maybe there'll be another book launch and we can always go. Oh, man, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Uh, well, look, thanks for having me. And um, I really I really love your podcast, as I've said. But, um, you know, congratulations on... Uh, the body of work for a start, you know, pumping out so many episodes and also on your, um, you know, impending publishing career. I'm looking forward to Thank that. Thank you. Too. You're very kind. Thank you so much, Mike. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up post-pandemic and we'll never say that word again. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. We'd love to engage with you on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Danny V Books, Words and Nerds podcast. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and read more books.